When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. Yes, hello everybody and welcome to the Odds Couple with a difference. It's the Odds Triple this morning, don't worry about that. Uh, my name is Sam Edmund and great David company, first thing on SEN and uh, two men who need no introduction. We'll get to them in a moment because I just personally, the first Tuesday in November means only one thing and despite the hellish year that we've had, geez it feels good to say today is Melbourne Cup Day and the two men, you couldn't be in better hands to start a very special day of the race that stops a nation. This is the place to be. The man to my right, Simon O'Donnell. Welcome to you, Simon. Sammy, lovely to be here. Good morning, everybody. Uh, good uh, morning, race goers. Uh, what a day. It's a different day. Uh, it, it's one that uh, will be etched in our memories, not just for the horse race, uh, the card itself, but for an empty race course. So it's be First time for everything. First time for me going to the races today, looking down and thinking, wow, there's no one here, but it'll still be a great race. And we have to, might have to call you prime time, Simon, as the show goes oh, on, given you've got oh, a bit of TV work yeah, in later on, which oh, we'll get to, I'm oh, sure. Oh, beauty. Uh, beauty. <laughs> this <laughs> man is a must listen to, no matter no matter the day, no matter the race. Today's just the most important of them all, uh, the Melbourne Cup. And this man, you're in good hands with him. David Taggart. How are you going, Tags? Good morning, gentlemen. Pleasure to be here. Had to get up early, set the alarm. Uh, I'm back at track work, it feels like, but uh, <laughs> we're up and about. You think Derby Day's big. What about Melbourne Cup Day? Five past three. Someone's going to etch their name in history, train a jockey. You've got three jockeys looking to equal Harry White's four Melbourne Cups with, with uh, what, G-Boss, Kara McAvoy, and, of course, Damien Oliver. And if Damien actually happens to win it on Scoob's Love Affair Horse, love, Russian Camelot, mm. he will equal George Moore's Australian... Um, record of Group 1 winners. So we wish Damien all the best in his attempt to win his fourth Melbourne Cup and equal George's record. We're going to spend a lot of time today, particularly with you two guys, talking about the market. Now, Tiger Moth is the favourite, but we, we had our own market up, actually, this morning, Tags, whether you would make it in or not. You were 50 to 1 to make it in. You've actually done so with ease. You, you've come in in a suit, I if you would, don't mind. I wouldn't say with ease. It was a short half head. I missed the production <laughs> meeting. But, yeah, I'm in the bag of fruit. Uh, I've got a few things to do. Downstairs, of course, straight after the odds couple, and then straight to Flemington. I'm going to catch up, have some brekkie first with a few mates, and uh, and then saunter into Flemington. In your media career, how many production meetings do you think you've been to? <laughs> Not many. Jeez, he looks razor sharp, though, I've got to say. But it, but it does sound good. <laughs> I nearly said it's what all perception, produ- Scoob, you know that. I nearly said what production I know, right? He doesn't want any... Any preconceived ideas running through his head. Just oh. wants to say it as it comes out, which is that's his beauty, the great man. That's why we uh, 
We love him so much. He just tells it the Straight way it is. Straight off the cuff, mate. Yeah, bang. You know, copy. Yep. What needs to hit you between the eyes? That's I, exactly what he'll do. Yeah, I have. Uh, I have not got. Um, there's no decorum in this body. Put it that way. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to get a lot of laughs this morning. I feel it's a pleasure to be uh, between the two of you here. Odds couple special edition edition on Melbourne uh, Sammy, Cup I, I Day. I'm going to have a go at you straight off. Go on. Well, mate, the, the third wheel on a Saturday morning here. Yes. You're our third wheel this morning, which is wonderful to have you on board. Is uh, our great friend from Sportsbet, Paddy Garshagan. Yeah, Garshagan. I knew that. Gargamel. No, you yeah. you Gargamel. know that. That's a lie. Well, that, that's, <laughs> that's a straight a lie. out lie. <laughs> I know it now. <laughs> and you're about to learn something about me. Never <laughs> admit. Anything in a production meeting. Oh, that was our production Our production meeting consisted of how do you pronounce Paddy's last name, just to be sure. A five second production meeting. I oh, hope he's not listening. By a who's he? I hope he, uh, no, well, he will no, be shattered. It was He'll not. Be because now down, that's a lie. In our downstairs studio, there's a photo of him on the wall, <laughs> which is the proudest moment in his, in his young life at this stage. You know, he's still got a, a two in front of his name. Hey. He's the tallest wicket keeper ever to, to, to take his place on a cricket field. He used to go to Melbourne Grammar, which they're immensely proud of him you know, coming out of Melbourne Grammar and becoming a punter. Mm. They think that's just fantastic. <laughs> yeah, his parents are enormously proud of forking out 60K a year for him to come out and punch numbers into uh, a computer. I'm sure there's a formula. Yeah, well, yeah. there is. And we'll hear from him this morning. Yeah. Well, he'll be must-listen today, oh, obviously. Must Everything. He'll bring us all the movers and shakers when it I'll comes work. to that market. As I say, Tiger Moth at the moment at 650 the outright favourite for the car. On the show today, the car, uh, show with a difference, we'll be joined in the studio by Paul Didham. His old man, Midge Didham, will no, come no, in as well. John Didham. <laughs> Another one of those production meetings. That he's uh, Paul uh, Didham we had last week on track. He's the starter. I'm looking at of the, the... Of the Melbourne Cup. I'm Paul looking Didham's at, the starter. I'm looking at oh, Benny Lyon. No, who's, oh, no, no. Uh, Paul has oh, been deleted and John's oh, been put in. Oh, 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 oh. Well, he wasn't in the production meeting and John, John, of course, was... He, he was the third generation of the Didums to ride in the Melbourne Cup as well, and, and he's been shafted for the starter. Oh, they, may, they may be turning the car back around now and thinking, hey, I'm not coming in. What hope have I got? If, uh, <laughs> anyway. I, I, I'm going to the odds couple, Sammy. Okay, let me, let me try this one. Of fire. Can there we you go. put it that way? John Didham and his father, Mitch Didham. Let, <laughs> let, me, let me try again then. I'll, I, I, I reluctantly dip my toe in the water on this one. We'll, be, we'll check in after 7.30 with... Tommy O'Donnell, son thereof, <laughs> as his uh, stable obviously gears up for a big day. Have I got that right? Yes. Oh, there we go. Well, he works one thing for Danny O'Brien. Well, well, it's not his stable. He works for Danny O'Brien. So. One thing you didn't mention, which was true, son of a gun. So, exactly. Yes. He gave, right. us the, uh, he gave us a little bit of a leg up. Oh? Last week, uh, last Saturday, Cox Plate Day, sorry, 10 days ago, into Miami Bound into the, in the Mooney Valley Cup at the sort of $28. Did you pass that sling on to him? From all of us here at SEN? Mate, but he's been living free rent for 24 years. So you straightened your skyrocket, was it? Russian Camelot flying the flag, obviously, uh, later on today for your boy Simon, which will be fantastic to watch. So looking forward to catching up with him. And as uh, I said, Matty Garshagan <laughs> from Sportsbet will join us as well. Hey, I want to ask you, you're going to Flemington today, both of you. It'll be like so many other sporting events this year, like nothing we've ever seen. It is Almost surreal to think that the $8 million race that stops the nation will barely have a soul in there at Flemington. She'll look an absolute picture. No one will be there, which might be a good thing, Simon, because I reckon today, pretty much the first warm one of the season. 30 degrees would be carnage on the lawn. But not only 30 degrees, 
we haven't had weather like this That's a leading shock. into it. So the 30 degrees will feel like 35, if you ask me. So these horses, that yeah, well, it's, it's going to be a war of attrition, especially that last furlong there down the straight of the Flemington oh. um, with the heat. Anthony Van Dyke doesn't get the stitch there. Oh, no, in the last you're a little bit worried. I'm a bit. I'm in yours. Mm. I'm mm. in your camp there too. Mm. Like, he's my top selection, but I am worried about the trip. So one three hundred seven three six seven three six is our number, as always. In the temper text machine, we'll get to all your texts. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Keep them coming through. How are you spending the day? I mean, we'd normally be roaring ourselves horse at the track. Where will you be watching? How will you be watching? And how will you soak it all in? I was genuinely excited Saturday, Sam, going to the races. I haven't seen a race live for eight months, and I love going and watching mm. them live, not sitting in a pub or whatever. Generally, I'd like to go and watch the races. Walked in on Saturday, and that it just hit me. I thought, wow, there's no people here. This is, this is strange. So my first descriptive word was strange. And then when we finished the day, and we were on from <laughs> 11.30 through till 6.00, now, generally, when you're walking out of Derby Day, you're stepping over bodies that have been a tough touch over refreshed and you know in all sorts of you know, stages of undress and dress and the whole box and dice. It it was eerie. It was a ghost town. Like the three of us walked out after doing a radio, and there's no one there. It was like a provincial meeting. Not a person. A couple of security guards. That was it. Yeah, it was extraordinary. So. It then really hit me. I thought, well, what's going to happen on Tuesday? Because it, it, it's it's such a big expanse. You're not used to seeing it empty, mm. particularly on those days. And the, the, there is nothing there. Nothing. That's a carnival tags normally. I mean, that's a, exactly it's, not right a TV, it's not a TV sport in the sense that the the real experience is obviously being there and Correct. rubbing shoulders with people yeah. and the and the atmosphere and the roar as they come up the finishing straight. I mean, it's going to be oh the roar of the the crowd when when Paul Dinham lets the lets him go yep. for 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 the Melbourne Cup. Uh, but yeah, Scoob's right. We walked out. It was like uh, leaving Kitten after the last at five thirty on <laughs> on Saturday, and uh, at least um, my record's not in danger of of well I hold it for another year anyway. Uh, the attendance record of of the two thousand and four Oaks, one hundred and ten thousand. Well, that's not going to get beat this year. That's that'll still remain for another year at least. Could you just explain to people why you hold that record? Well, they come and they went there to see one man, and and I spoiled who, the party. Who was there that year? Robert hey, De Niro. Hey, I spoiled the party. Name myself. Hey, Dustin Hoffman. Hollow Bullet. Hey, got there in the last stride. Nearly got it beat. But didn't <laughs> try did, my best. Did you, did you swap hands? Of course I did. Of course I did. Still yet to be praised for it. All, all they could do, all they could keep saying was, "Oh, geez, you slaughtered it." Eh? <laughs> <laughs> what about swapping the hands from the right, right to the left? One at the race. Just don't do that anymore, do they? One at the race. Not many jockeys did it back then. I was the trailblazer. Yeah, you were ahead of your time. Takes as someone who lives and breathes the sport, obviously, what does Cup Day mean to you when it when it rolls around each and every year? I mean, it it, uh, it, it touches everyone, even those that don't it, have an it interest. Does. But yes and no. I, I prefer days like Caulfield Guineas Day, Derby Day. It's you've got the cup and that's it. It's mm. the undercards got a little bit better throughout the years, but it's uh, I think they can improve the undercard that little bit better. But the problem is everyone wants to run on Melbourne Cup Day, a lot of the owners and that, and it just gets – they're full, full fields, and there's a lot of horses that probably shouldn't even be running there. Hmm. Yeah, so it's – it's 
it's uh, not for the racing purists. It's it's for everyone. Uh, Cup day, it, which is good, and of course it's it's the race that stops the nation. But, I think twenty uh, to eleven is the first, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. We hook straight like in. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. Want to be want to be quick at Brecky, and then meow, yeah, correct. Out to go. And how is this unprecedented year? And we've talked about how it's touched various sports right across the journey, from cricket to footy to NRL to everything oh. else, tennis. How has it affected the lead up to the Melbourne Cup, Scoob? It hasn't affected the horse. The horses, you can do your form and you know, all the traditional lead up races are there. There was that challenge initially whether the internationals were going to come and then you know, they've they found a way to get them here, which is fantastic. And I think probably as, as good a crew of internationals as we've seen from a depth perspective. And it's as good a Melbourne Cup as we've seen for a while. And yep. that's been proven with the weights. You know, the, yeah, the, the weights have nearly gone up. Uh, nearly a kilo this year from previous years, so that that means that's because the, the of the, depth co- of the race is better. That's because of the COVID, though. What's um, because with, of the COVID? Um, the COVID. The weights have been raised a little bit. No, I, I, no, no, no. But but getting into the race, horses getting into the race, the 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 base kilo level of horses getting into the race is nearly up a kilo from last year. Oh, on the ratings, it doesn't matter. Yeah, COVID. Yep, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Not, not to do with yep. COVID. That, so, yeah, the, the the race is going to be an absolute cracker. Um, the depth of the race is fantastic, but it, it is, and we can't bang on about it. What it is, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, yep. with COVID, there's going to be no people there, and we haven't seen any people there since, you know, what, middle of March. You, you still can't take the emotion out of it. Look at uh, Saturday, Dennis Pagan, you know, how emotional he was, Lockie King. The thing is, it would have made it worse with the crowd. And being able to get around him, like uh, there was a couple of fines there, Troy Corson, Sabasang got fined uh, for going straight up to Dennis and giving giving him uh, a hug and breaching the COVID restrictions, even though they they basically live in, live in each other's pockets uh, seven days a week uh, at the stables and up in the clock tower, uh, tower at Flemington. But it would have made it probably 10 times worse for Dennis mm. with the emotion. And, and he, he had time to at least uh, uh, compel himself. Really, and sort of uh, compose himself. Yeah, compo- yeah compose. Jeez, he looked like. I, I think the, the the that emotional part of it. Racing's such a tough game, and and, it, and it, this week and probably the month leading up, it all looks. Oh, how good's this? Oh, they they're getting a check for three million. Well, yeah, yes. There, there are days when it can be a life changing event, but it's a tough caper. It's seven days a week, fifty two weeks of the year. Horses have to be fed. Night and day, um, looked after, 365 days a year. It's a tough caper. So these days are very special days that you, that you, you get the accolades and, and you let the emotion flow if you achieve something. And that's the sad thing about mm. this is to, to make a speech into an empty room um, and think, oh, everyone is at home cheering on. Yes, they are all at home cheering on, but it's not the same. It's not the same as having a hundred thousand people there and and you know looking around saying, "Wow, I've just won the Victoria Derby," and it's taking nothing away from the horse jockey or, or trainer's achievements. It, it's just just so different, which is just just so sad. Wouldn't be a Melbourne Cup show, gents, if we didn't have a Melbourne Cup sweep. So every caller today, and you guys are with me right up until 8 o'clock this morning, call up, tell us what you're doing for Cup Day, how you're going to experience it and soak it in, and what you've backed, and you'll go into the draw, our Melbourne Cup sweep, of course, and the winner will get a 250 buck Melbourne Cup Carnival hamper from cupweek2020.com.au. What a magnificent prize. 
We, we have 24 runners in the Melbourne Cup. You've got the list in front of you there, Tags? You'll well, be... Are we going to have enough time for all, all we, callers? We've all 24? never had 24 callers in a year. No. Well, it's there. If people want it, it's there. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. You can't just call up and ask for a horse. Don't just come out with your hand out. Tell us what you're doing today and how you're experiencing the day, and you'll go into our Melbourne Cup sweep. As I say, 250 bucks as well, if you don't mind. A magnificent hamper. 250 bucks worth, uh, thanks to the team at cupweek2020.com.au. Discover your Cup Week experience at cupweek2020.com.au. Tags banned callers on our show on a Saturday morning. Why is that so? <laughs> I did not. Well, we had one caller come through. It was Jim the Greek. <laughs> and this, we're going back nearly three, three years. Three years ago, yeah. And he took 18 minutes to answer, ask one question. <laughs> I'm, so I'm, I'm sure Tags said, that's <laughs> taken off my limelight. We will never have callers again. We've never had another caller. Well, the, you way, have... the way he spoke, I'm sure it took him two hours to watch 60 minutes. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Well, Michael from Reservoir is going to open the batting for us, gents. Before we get to our first break on the Odds Couple Special Edition, Sam Edmund, Simon O'Donnell, and, of course, David Taggart. Uh, Mickey, how you doing? Um, good, thank you, um, boys. Uh, my day is I've put on 10 bets for the day. I'm about to finish uh, my night shift, so after sleep, I'm booked in for golf for 2.30 this afternoon, so I'll miss all the races, but hopefully I get a winner out of all my bets. Oh, oh, very nice. 2.30 tea time. You might, you might wake up to a pleasant surprise because Tags is going to bestow you with a a steed? Have you got? Uh, are you, are you picking blind there, Dags? Or what are you going to do? No, with no. This? I thought doesn't it go in the random, ran, ran, the randomizer? It's how however you pronounce it. <laughs> you know what? You you lay it out for us to play it out, Tags. However you want to do it, mate. Bing. Yeah, <laughs> Benny will do that. Well, all right. You want me this to go? This is the you? one job we said in the production meeting before. Obviously, you <laughs> yeah. went in it that you won't stuff up. Yep, you've got to give the horse Can tags. Can you give him a horse? Give him a no, horse. I... Just blind pick it. Cover your eyes and scroll your finger down until you pick we'll one give, out. We'll give, because he's the first caller, we'll give him the Cox Plate winner, Sir Dragon A. There you go. Michael, Sir Dragon A. You might wake up to a pleasant surprise later on this afternoon. Um, good luck with it. The tags is writing your name down. It's his one job. He's got it locked in. Uh, Mick from Reservoir, great to have your company. Jay, Darren, Bride, Tony, Grant as well. Sit tight. We'll get to you as part of our Melbourne Cup suite. Looking forward to hearing how you are going to spend the day. We've also, I might add, got a pair of Burley's work boots to give away as well to the best caller of your day. Of course, Burley's at your go-to rubber safety boot from bogsfootwear.com.au. So we'll dish out a pair of those as well, if you don't mind. It's a big Melbourne Cup edition of the Odds Couple. You might even call it the Odds Triple, but great to be in the company of uh, two of the absolute gurus, Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart, back with plenty more right after this. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. Uh, welcome back. Great to have your company on Melbourne Cup Day. And what a joy it is to say it as well. Well, we just had our first production meeting in our first uh, ad break, if you don't mind. And Tags has Went gone well. He's gone full diva over the uh, the cup sweep, I think it's fair to say. He's gone back a house. He's demanded a sound effect. He's demanded a fluff or everything else he possibly needs to have this uh, sweep go off. I've You've got the randomizer working now. You have. This is yeah. it, actually. Yeah, obviously happy with that. You went through a few. You said, no, no, no. Yep, that's it. We're going to hear that 23 times. No, 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 we won't. Well, that's no, what you demanded. No, no, cannot. It'll All drive right. me mad after two. Big show coming up as well. We'll be joined in studio by John Didham and his father, Midge Didham, as well. Looking forward to that. And after 7.30, the son of Tommy O'Donnell, who's making 
a fair old fist of it, isn't he, in the caper in his own right as uh, the stable gears up for a massive, massive day there, the O'Brien stable, uh, with Russian Camelot at the helm. And we'll do the market movers with Paddy Garshagan as well from Sportsbet. Uh, Jade is on the road. Let's get to some of these calls, though. How are you going to spend this most unusual of cup days? Jade, thanks for hanging on the line. No, no worries, guys. I love the show. Um, I'm a bit like your first caller. I'm just finishing night shift and I'm back again tonight. So go home, put a couple of bets on, then have a few hours sleep, and hopefully go up by about ten thirty or eleven o'clock. Very nicely yeah. done. Have you got Have you got a, a, a favourite for us? You got a winner that you you like? Uh, I like very elegant, uh, just based on the fact that I usually go to the Caulfield Cup winner just on a bit of a home and bet. But, yeah, no, nothing too specific there. Just a bit of an omen, a bit. Yeah. All right. Well, appreciate your call, Jade. And as promised, you're going into the running for the cup sweep. And um, oh, hey, you wouldn't believe it. He's landed on very elegant. <laughs> Can't win, though. Sorry, Jade. Cannot win. Won't run in the first half a dozen. <gasps> oh, gee whiz. You've, what? The Caulfield Cup winner. Caulfield Cup winner won't best, run in the first Best six. form race over history. For and that's why you're bagging Cup. Anthony Van Dyke. And, <laughs> I'm not bagging <laughs> yeah. very elegant. You're all right? You, Wet tracker. By the time the race will come around, we'll be racing on a good three. She's got that extravagant galloping action, and she will be pounding the turf too hard to run the 3200, and she'll jar up. By the time the pressure will be on her at the 400... She'll be cooked. Jeez. There's a statement for you. That yeah, is a get that onto the news service. Big one to go with at 6.28 a.m. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, let's okay. say that again at 7.28. And guess what? You won't be correcting me when I'm when I'm right. Oh, it's emphatic. Wow. Okay. Very elegant. You won't need to correct me. Cannot win. Uh, Jade, thanks for your call. And I'd say best of luck, but um, you're probably going to need it. It's all it. over for you, Jade. It's all Actually, over, Jade. Do a bit of night service. Um, do a bit of night work and day work if you like. Cause no sweep for Jade. Yeah, your cup's history. That's it. Off, off the temper text. A bit early to call in, boys. The missus is still snoring. No public holiday in WA. I'll be <laughs> listening to you guys in my posty van and watching the race on my phone. Good on you, Andrew. And he's from Margaret River. What a beautiful part it's of the world. It's 3.30 in the morning there. He's up early over there in Margaret River, yeah. isn't he? Three yeah, hours he's behind excited us. about the cup. Good on you, Andrew. I've heard a lot about Margaret River. never been there. You been there, Sam? I have. Nice Magnificent place. spot. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah. Get, get there. there. You yeah. a surfer? No, but everyone else there is. Uh, well, seem to get eaten by sharks. I like wine though, so oh, it's a very good place to they be. They say it's good. They're very good. No, get over there if you can. Uh, Andrew's got it dialed in magnificently. Uh, enjoy the cup, Andrew. Thanks for your text. Michael's text in. Feel for Uber drivers today. They would have done good business. The trains, the Uber drivers, the taxis. Oh, well, we're getting a coffee in from a cafe right now. We are. That's yeah. on the way, As of course. Uber it reach. is, absolutely. Um, Darren, Brian, Tony, Grant, Roy and Matt will come to you very soon on our Melbourne Cup sweep and the way you're going to spend Melbourne Cup Day. Just sit tight if you can. We've got to take the news right now. But on the other side of that, we'll come to you and plenty more right here on a special edition of the Odds Couple on Melbourne Cup Day 2020. Uh, thanks very much. Uh, Meredith Grant's just text in. Fellas, I'm about to tee off. Can I still have a horse, please? No, Grant. You must call in uh, as uh, our good mate Darren in Tarnita's done. I figured, guys, uh, sod while the calls are coming in, we'll get to them, won't we? I know you, you love the randomizer. So, uh, yeah. Darren's... No, I'm looking forward to it. It was amazing that last one landed on very elegantly. Fancied very elegantly. Only 22 to go. Uh, thought. <laughs> Lucky from Boland. Yeah, we're tuning in, but we're on course today. So it's a little bit more subdued. 
than it is like we are in the studio. So, so. just on that, you've read his text. Lockie from Balan's text in off the temper text. Tags has been low flying lately. We'll be tuned in all day and looking forward to hearing play that music. And come on, my son. Has he got an early winner to fill the pockets? Melbourne race three, number nine today, lads. Oh, Melbourne race three. Okay, I have to look that up. I, I think ain't no deal done. We'll just win. It's very short, but he's the best thing on the race one. on the card today. No, yep. race five. Race five. Yeah, okay. unfortunately, it's not the leg of the quaddie, so we can't take him one out. But he'll he'll get the job done. He beat Victoria Key the other day. She whacked him in the wakeful. And this is a weaker race, so he'll just win. But there's no price to him. But uh, even money, I suppose, you double it up, but he'll he'll be winning. And uh, the Group 3 Maradong play kicking things off uh, at 10.45. Stokes' uh, back one there. As we talked about to earlier. Beat the so top weight, yeah. Looking forward to that. You, you boys will uh, wolf a quick bit of brekkie down and... Dash on out there when you're done with us at 8 o'clock. Darren's in Tarnit, though. Dazzler, what are you doing today, mate? Uh, morning, boys. I'm on the way to golf now. And uh, then go home. Uh, the Dale's coming over. Whack the barbie on and have a few sherbets. Oh, at least you'll be home for the for the cup, though, won't you? Oh, easy. I'll be home by 11. Oh, God, good, man. Well, you're only playing nine, are you? <laughs> no, no. We, we, uh, we're teeing off at 7. So we'll be, it's only three of us. So we'll be finished by 10.30. Ooh. Good on you, Dazzler. Well, you, you know where you're going? You're going straight into the randomizer. All right, uh, Tags, dare I ask, what's he got? I tell you what, he's been giving, been, uh, given a 50 to 1 pop in the race. Oh. But guess what? He shouldn't be 50 to 1. He was the most unluckiest runner in the Caulfield Cup, number two, Avilius. There you go, Dazzler. Avilius and Tags is writing you down. Not uh, the worst. If you win or anyone else in this majestic sweep we've got going here that we've made up on the run, you win a 250-buck Melbourne Cup Carnival hamper from cupweek2020.com.au, which will be magnificent. What were you chuckling about there, Scoob? Uh, just uh, old mate Dazzler getting a couple of sherbets in before the cup. Yeah. It's a good word, isn't it? Dale coming over. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Aussie, isn't it? You know, <laughs> Light up the barbie, cut the shirts. At least he's got the Dale over. coming over. Play golf in the morning. Like, welcome to Australia. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> unlike, Paddy, great... unlike Paddy with the Dale coming over grand final day, or him going to her. Just Mate, never. That's un-Australian. We shouldn't be bringing that up. Okay. He's only just put that to bed. <laughs> Paddy, Paddy with the I've, unpronounceable I've surname Sammy uh, on his his yes. better half. Yes. He's a Richmond supporter. Yes. But what he chose to do for the grand final is go home to his mates first, oh. his three or four mates he lives with, watch the game with them, and go over to the Dales place after the game. How was that, that created received? a little yeah. bit of friction in <laughs> the relationship. And we didn't add to that friction at all. We said, well, he wanted a bit of an opinion, possibly off air, but we handed that to him on air and also gave his Dale the right of reply. And she wanted him there for the day. And he wasn't there for the day, so I, I think it's it, it's good that you know we can slip in an early game of golf. We're up early. We're off to the golf course. Hit it at seven. You have the barbie on at eleven. You're having a nice champers with the Dale just after the first. You know, and and you're all part of the day. But Paddy wasn't prepared to do that, which was I thought quite shameful. <laughs> One three hundred seven three six seven three six is our number. The temper text oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Just off the temper text, Brad's just dropped us a note here, boys. Odds couple on a Tuesday morning. You beauty tags, scoops. What's your favourite Melbourne Cup memory? Now, if I if I put you on the spot, does one readily come to mind, oh, or do you want to let it, it marinate? No, it's probably one of my greatest sporting uh, um, moments, and that was the O two Cup media puzzle, Damien Oliver. Yep. The emotion, the, everything, the tragic, 
story of it and uh, all the emotion that went with it. Uh, yeah, just a well, they made a movie out of it, but uh, yeah, that's that has to be the the best cup. It, it, it's uncanny how this race brings up emotion or brings out emotion and, and stories like you know the the O two Cup did with Media Puzzle and Ollie and you know it, it just there always seems to be a, a tagline to it and for whatever reason you know there's there's twenty four horses go out there there but there there's there just always seems to be well. All of them carry their own there. special story, don't yeah, they? Yeah, to it, get there. But it's yeah, every correct. race. It's just yeah. not a Melbourne Cup. Look at the Derby on Saturday. Mm. Yeah, Racing but, but, is a is a sport that just has story after story. There's nothing. There's no the other ones sport that are showcase. Like it, so the, uh, the, the Melbourne Cup is the major correct. showcase, and you know, the, the the stories behind the scenes. You know, the Maccabi Diva and you know Tony Sanic, Tuna Fisherman, all that sort of stuff. You know, they're, they're great great stories. Um, uh, you know, viewed and and you know, Dato Tantim then and Bark Cummings, you know, both getting to the end of their careers, like they could feel they couldn't get up the steps basically. The presentation, you know, like it's just Rogan Josh, it's a wonderful, yeah, Rogan Josh, no and one. um, you know, the, the first international vintage crop, all, all that stuff, like mm. the, the races are bloody, it just, just throws up. Australian folklore sporting stories, which is that, that's the brilliant part about it. No one asks for it, but it evolves. Yeah, the you've stories got, that come out after. But you've got uh, all ages, you know, from a young teenager to to an eighty year old. So you've got and all walks of life. That's why you've got so many stories, and everyone's from somewhere. So uh, that's that's what racing brings out the best in people and the worst, of course. I think the other wonderful thing about racing is you know, today you're going to have. Multi-millionaires with horses running in the race, and you're going to have dead-set Aussie battlers with horses running in the race, and they both have the same chance of winning. And there's not often mm. you will get that demographic with a level chance, but you do here. You know, Paul Prushka from Horsham, if you took Paul Prushka's establishment <laughs> at Horsham and took it over to Dubai to Sheikh Mohammed, he wouldn't open the door. You know, yeah. because you say, oh, it's dusty and, it's, you know, it's, oh, it's flies. and So you know, to, to, there's, your, there's your, your graph, if you like, of, and, and it's not the bottom for the wrong reasons. It's the bottom for the right reasons. It's just that's, that's the way he does his business. And his horse has every chance of being the best two-mile handicapper in the world at five past three this afternoon. Which is brilliant. Just just on that with the flies and that, just a Bart Cummings tale was uh, like an inspector come over to inspect his stable. Health inspector. Yeah, health inspector. And he goes, you've got too many flies. And Bart's reply was, well, how many am I allowed to have? <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, gents. What a big day. Can't wait to watch the big race today. I've picked the last three Melbourne Cup winners. I'm on Prince of Aaron today. As a previous fellow who texted in, I'm two in WA and I'm up and about. Have a great day today. That's from uh, Bill in WA. Get on you, Billy. Morning, Sam, Tags and Simon. I've taken the day off work. I'm about to finish the form for Flemington and Randwick. Couldn't sleep. Great day to be alive. Enjoy the day on the punt, boys. Scotty from Wagga. That <laughs> might perhaps sums it up best, oh, yes, doesn't it? Uh, we've got just enough time, I reckon. Brian in Vermont South before we get to our next break. Uh, Bryza, we're going to get you in the sweep here. Before we do, how are you spending the day? Um, just popped into work for a couple of hours. But uh, prior to that, went up to the servo, got a bag of ice, put it in the esky, got my 12 beers on ice for uh, family friends that are coming around for uh, a barbecue. So it'll be like an AFL grand final day, really, but we're allowed to do it now, which is fantastic. 
Uh, well, preparation's the key, Brian. Geez, you've cracked into it nice and early, which I like. Uh, I'm not sure who me. you're liking the. Don't be pointing at me to give him a horse. You're doing it. <laughs> Your response is the one job we gave you. Don't be pointing at me trying to hand it over. This uh, sweet might be the death of uh, Tags Bryzer, but uh, sit with us. You're in the randomizer. Oh, I don't know whether he likes you or not, Brian. We're about to find out. <laughs> Oh, uh, Brian, what have you come up with? Oh, number six, Twilight Payment oh, for Jai McNeil. Not, you're not a bad bloke, Brian. Yeah, very good chance. You happy with that, Brian? I'm actually very happy. I was hoping for Tiger Moth tags, but that, that'll do. All right. Well, you got Twilight. Nice. So you got written him down there, tags? Brian's on good Twilight man. Payment. Yeah, Jai McNeil, riding well too. Oh, Tiger Moth, another thing of Bart's. Let's get 10,000 metres into their legs before, before a Melbourne Cup, you know, for that preparation. Tiger Moth. He's had four starts, and the furthest he's collectively run over is 8,200 metres. And he's, he goes into this Melbourne Cup as a, as a favourite. It's amazing how how uh, the landscape of training has changed over the years, isn't it? Talking of the landscape of training, the landscape of this sweep, I've just got this funny feeling. We're going to have 25 into 24, or 24 into 23. There's going to be a twist. There's got to be. Only one? There's okay. going to be a twist. Agatha Christie's got nothing on this sweep. Don't worry about that. Uh, keep your calls coming, though. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. How are you spending the day? And you go into our ever-entertaining cup sweep, all thanks to our friends at cupweek2020.com.au. Odds couple, very special edition. Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart, and myself, Sam Edmund, right here on SEM. Back with plenty more right after this. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. Odds couple on a very special Melbourne Cup Day. Great to have your company first thing yeah, on uh, Cup Day up. morning here. And uh, Simon O'Donnell and the great Dave Taggart with yeah. us as well. And, and Sod Tags with his cup sweep, he's just made the executive yeah. decision that we've got to rip through these because how right. many have we done? We've got 20 left, haven't got we, Tags? 20 left, and that's what I said it mentioned. 24, have you done four? three or four? Four. We better get cracking Four or three? No, come on, Scoop. No, four. four. He's done four, but I like, the way, we'll I like the way Scoop plants the seed of doubt, just to keep yeah, you honest. So let's crack into them, uh, shall we, Tags? Uh, Tony's in Craigieburn. What are you up to today, Tone? Oh, good I'm actually working today. Um, I'm actually working today. So uh, I'll, I'll make it back a brief and quick. Uh, Dave Taggart, mate, you've got no idea on there. I reckon a month will pick better tips than you. Um, <laughs> Jeez. Just, just, just a quick one. Um, Russian Camelot today is just going to... Blow them, and I oh, do hear a do hear a quiet tip about uh, Prince. Um, oh, what is his name? Prince of Aaron going around today. But yep. Probably Australia's best chance in the race. He's going to even join though, us in fifteen uh, minutes, Prince of Aaron. Huh? Even uh, no, tags allegedly knocked it back to you know, through a six over the over this over the over the cover barrier like like you used to do, Simon. But. Um, I wouldn't even worry about that. Let's just brush it off with a, with so, a bar of soap, to be honest. Tone, you probably should have saved your sledging until after you got yeah. your horse, but um, nevertheless... We appreciate you, the feedback anyway. You fired early. Uh, I, I so, don't think we're going to need the randomizer. No, no we don't, because you've been given Eda James, mate, number 20. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> thanks for the call, Tone. <laughs> Scoob's lost it. Thanks for the call, Tone. Hey, uh, Roy from Epping, you there, mate. Thanks for being so patient and hanging on the line for our Cup Sweep. G'day, boys. How are you? Geez, I hope you're a good learner. <laughs> uh, I'm a very good learner. Good. Just got a, well, I've got a 
spend the day with the, the people we syndicate of people we last year were at the uh, Yarrawonga Golf Club and we got master of reality mm. in our sweep. We end up getting the horse and then Frankie DeTore butchered it. So I'm going to stick with that with those people today. We're going to have a barbecue and uh, <laughs> uh, stick together and we're going to stick with the horse today. Frank, that's a bit harsh that he butchered it. Well, we went sideways, Simon. Well, that's not... That's, oh, oh, you've, well. you've lost the Melbourne Cup by a people. Yeah, but Simon, he was. Why can't he keep the horse straight? He went sideways and pushed Bow and so Declare we, into the road. So easy, Come on, it? mate. Jeez, they're yeah, up and about yeah. early here. I know the last hundred metres, horses aren't getting fatigued or tired oh. at all. No. What's longer odds than Etar James? I'm off, Frank. <laughs> all right. Well, that's uh, Roy's. That's you're, Roy's you're, opinion. You're, what do you think? I'm off, Frank, as well. He he at least gets to go in the random Oz Roy. I reckon he just. Oh, you wouldn't believe it. He hasn't got the horse he wanted. He's got warning. Warning. There you go, Roy. You haven't done too badly there. I uh, appreciate your call out there in Epping. Uh, enjoy the day. The number's one three hundred seven three six seven three six. or the temper text 0433981116. Just off the uh, temper text. Uh, love the show, boys. Usually fly down from Sydney, take the boat up the river, get ushered into a oh, tent on yes. the first bend. This year, Karinga Pub. Yeah. from Stu. Good on you, Stu. Not Awful a bad second. Awesome isn't it? Not a bad second prize, but um, you could do worse than being in a pub, I can tell you, especially in this part of the world. Uh, Matty is in Cheltenham. Welcome aboard the odds couple there, Matty. How are you doing today? Uh, morning, fellas. Happy Cup Day. And to you. Matty. Thanks, boys. Yeah, no, I've got uh, the 15th uh, anniversary, uh, yeah, 15th uh, lunch in a row with my uh, ex-flatmate, so... Looking forward to that. No work in the morning. And uh, I think I'm going to go Ironback uh, today. Good from uh, from Alpine winning. And Jamie Carr smashing it in the premiership. So I think uh, Prince Aaron from the same same barriers uh, okay. as um, Prince Penzance. Well, tags. Maddie having well, a nice little... Prince of Ar- yeah, Prince of Penzance. Nice wow, little wee. luncheon with his ex-flatmate there, Maddie in Cheltenham. So uh, you're going to plop him in the random order? Oh, he has lobbed on Prince of Aran too. You wouldn't, oh, wouldn't you it. believe it? What are the odds? Uh, Maddie, there you what go. What a fun little fact. You're hey, on... Prince of Penzance, Prince of Aran, ridden by both women, drawn barrier one. Are the stars aligning five just, years apart? Just going back to Roy, who's Thanks, hooked, Maddie, hooked into Frankie at the Tory. Yeah. And Master Reality you know, did cause the well, interference that's not a butcher. Late. That's not a butcher. No, of course it's not a butcher. No, I, I want you to explain to our listeners why a horse may do that because at the time he started to veer in, he was in the middle of the course yeah. on his own. Yeah. Now, my right. interpretation is he was looking for a partner. No, what, what, I think he got tired. You may be a little bit right there. He may be looking, looking for another horse once, once he hit the front. They also get tired and run around. The, the, where Frankie went wrong was he should have straightened the horse up a lot earlier than what he did, right, before he caused the interference. But when you've got the eyes lit up and you're about to win a Melbourne Cup, Sort of your head turns into a pumpkin that little bit, and sort of not rules of racing go out the window, but the excitement of going. I'm going. I'm, like Frankie's been wanting to win this race for nearly thirty years. He had that opportunity, and he rode a, a treat throughout. So that's not a butcher. Just because he sort of let his horse roll around, uh, because he was getting fatigued, probably looking for another horse as well as what you said. Yeah, it cost him. It, it did cost him the race, but you wouldn't say it, it was a complete slaughter. No, no, I don't. I think it was a mere miles from a slaughter, but that yeah. was, I was tr- just trying to temper Ray a little bit in, in sort of saying, you know, uh, in the sweep at Yarra, Yarra Golf Club last year, for 
3,198 metres, he looked like he was about to win Melbourne Cup. It actually made Vow and Declare win it. Well, that was Il Paradiso that did that, who was shooting through and he pushed Il Paradiso on the Vow and Declare. Correct, yeah, but it was still caused by Master of Rebellion and Frankie, yeah. But that was just because his horse was getting tired and there was a lot of contributing factors. Yeah, but it it was far from a butcher, put it that way. He was trying to win it for you. Roy, exactly right. Nick from Barracks text in. Tags flatting the rules of running a sweep. No surprise. We'll be investigated by the stewards. Uh, there you go, Nick. But I think we've t- we've ticked a few off, haven't we? We've made a dent in it, haven't we, Tags? No, we got eight down. It. We've yeah. just had a couple of well, minor technical issues with the randomizer. We'll be back. So, Maddie, Scott, Brendan, Tony, Pete and Steve, sit tight. The Melbourne Cup sweep continues. All thanks to our friends at cupweek2020.com.au. The prize... 250 buck Melbourne Cup Carnival hamper, if you don't mind, here on the Odds Couple Special Edition. Simon O'Donnell, Dave Taggart, Sam Edmund. Back with more after this. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. Yes, it is, and a great pleasure to be a part of it. Sam Edmund here, Simon O'Donnell and Dave Taggart. Odds Couple, Melbourne Cup Day, if you don't mind. A huge show still ahead of us. All of your calls as well. So sit tight. Tags' uh, cup sweep has gone absolutely viral, Scoob. Uh, they're coming from everywhere for this. Good, bad, and in between. Yep, the only cup sweep to have 26 horses in it. <laughs> what could go wrong? Seriously. No, it's going to be a bit of fun. Off the uh, temper text, Glenn's text in. Love hearing Tags and Scoob on this morning. They've been the highlight of my weekends throughout the year. Tears of laughter every week. Thanks, lads. And Dean in WA, another West Australian here. Uh, get up with you guys every Saturday morning and listen all afternoon. I've taken the day off today and I'll potter around the garden with the radio on having a laugh, a bet and a beer with you. Enjoy the day, legend. We probably yeah. need to go on a road trip to WA. You know, like We've fly got a loyal, to Perth, a loyal fly following to there. Yeah, and, we, and I think they're mainly Margaret River is down south, isn't it? It is. I think it's down yeah. south. Most of our fans are, so we need to be going down to the Margaret River, possibly to do a bit of a night. I thought your yeah. cricket days you would have got down there, Scoob, yeah. at some mm. point, but maybe no, not. No. Okay. All right. Can you believe no. it's fifty years since Baghdad Note? Won the Melbourne Hutchie Cup. and Sam onto that, mate. <laughs> 50 years, if you don't mind. And the great Midge Didham is in the house and his son John with us as well. Can't wait for that right after the news. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. Oh, great to have your company on Melbourne Cup Day. And what a pleasure it is to say it as well for all the unprecedented nature of the, the sporting uh, landscape this year. It is an absolute joy. First Tuesday in November, Melbourne Cup Day, Sam Edmund, Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. And boys, we've been joined by Racing Royalty. There's no other way to put it. It's oh. hard to believe it's been half a century, if you don't mind, since Baghdad Note won the Melbourne Cup. And um, the man who was aboard uh, that mighty horse is with us today, Midge Didham and his son, John. Welcome, lads. Midge, someone has got their hands on on the cup, what does today stir inside you when it rolls around every year? Oh, well, it's special today. Made 50 years, so it wasn't yesterday. <laughs> does it feel like it's... But What does it feel like to you, though? Does the, the memories come back as vividly well, now? No, I mean, we remember him every year. But, uh, I haven't got a very good memory from when I was 20, but I still remember the Melbourne Cup. John, welcome aboard. Thanks for coming in. No worries. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for having me. And the day for you, obviously, you've, you've, done, you've been there and, and done that in terms of um, racing some of the, the finest horses going around. How does, what does today mean to you, Cup Day? Yeah, Cup Day. It's always a great day. It's, it's probably our best day of the year. Um, you always look forward to it. It's, 
it's something that you always dream about from when you, when you start riding 12 or 13 and uh, um, you, you, you want to win the cup. It's hard enough to get a ride, let alone yeah. let alone to win. So uh, it's, it's, it's always a great day. And, and of course, you're the third generation of the Didham family to ride in the Melbourne Cup. Of course, your grandfather rode in it. Midgey, your father? Yeah. Arthur? Yes. Uh, how many rides did he have in it and how many rides did you have in it? Uh, I think... Dad came in with a mare called First In. She won the Balaclava and the Malakoff Stakes. I think they were one and a half them days, handicaps. But she did run in the Caulfield Cup and run quite well, about seventh. And uh, But I never got the trip in the Melbourne Cup. Midge, a lot of talk about horses getting the trip in the Melbourne Cup year in, year out. This year, or in recent times, there's more staying races for horses coming in. But when were you given an indication in your day that a horse was going to be a genuine two-miler? Did you know that prior to the race or did you, the majority of you go in guessing? Well, yeah, we were guessing in a way, but he was bred for the job. He was, he was out of a, a man that won a couple of races, but she was well-bred and he was by Curtis Stan, who underrated Stanley in New Zealand, but... Um, he, he left a lot of good staying horses and, um, they went on to, to, if they didn't win good races on the flat, they won the Great Northern or the Wellington mm. Steeple or the Grand National or they were, you know, very good horses. Did, did Baghdad Note run on the Saturday pre the Cup on the Tuesday? He ran in the McKinnon Stakes, yeah. yeah. Okay. Where did he run in that? Well, he ran about fifth or sixth, but he... Are you riding? Yeah. So you, you trialled him? Or were you out there no, to win? No, he was sent out to win, but uh, I wasn't going to kill him. But he he actually, that day, I was about the only one that thought he just lacked a bit mm. from his Caulfield Cup run, which was enormous. Mm. But, um, I said to his trainer, Bob Heasley, I said, oh, geez, I don't know if we're right on top of things here. And... Uh, he said, don't worry about it. He said, he, he said that'll do him the world of good. He said, he'll be right on Tuesday. He was right. He was right. Mm. He was right. Now, the very controversial uh, Melbourne Cup in 1979, of course. Uh, you were on Red Nose. Uh, that was uh, the Roy Higgins-Harry White controversy, wasn't it, with Hyperno? Yeah, Is well, correct? Roy rode him in at, at uh, Mooney Valley and uh, suggested to Bart that he needed blinkers, and uh, which probably helped him on the day. And uh, Roy rode, hopped off Salamander and rode, uh, I'm sorry, hopped off Hyperno and rode Salamander, who got beat a whisker. <laughs> and you were on Red Nose, of course, for Theo Green. Yeah, well, How did that I, ride come, come around? Because Theo had all the master apprentices back in those days. Yeah, well, they didn't want to ride him. He'd run second in the Metropolitan, and he, he wasn't the easiest horse to ride. And uh, I got the ride on him, and uh, Theo Green, I quite often got a ride off him when he came from Sydney, if the boys up there didn't want to come down. And uh, actually, he had a, a, a very good strapper. He he, uh, he looked, I can't think of his name now, but he was at the track spot on every morning, and I was get there maybe a bit late, doing other things. And it, uh, he looked after that horse like it was, you know, he was great with it. And uh, nothing was a trouble to him. And uh, 
the horse, he improved when he got here. He ran in the Caulfield Cup and was a wet track and uh, he ran about middle, didn't show much. And then he ran him in the, the old Hotham and uh, we knew he'd improved a lot and he ran a close fourth. I knew within, because he was by reindeer and all he could do was stay. He didn't have a real good sprint, but he, I knew the two mile wouldn't worry him. Grind away all day. Yeah. But there was a little bit of interference in that race, wasn't there? Inside the last hundred? Well, it was a bit late, but uh, Roy came out on Salamander and Harry came in on Hyperna. And where were and, you? Uh, I was in between them. <laughs> 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 you got spat straight out the back, I got told. Yeah, well, it, uh, I'd hit the front and they both come from behind me in the last 50 yards, so I really didn't have a... You were given ground at the time, of course. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they were too good for him. It, um, oh, years later, quite a few years later, and Darwin, Chief Stipe, Pat Layla, uh, we were all out one night, and he said, you never ever... Pro you know, never you're worried me. You never protested over that race, and uh, I said to him, um, "Do you think I would have got it?" He said, "No." And I said, "Well, that's why I didn't." <laughs> <laughs> that's Johnny, a great um, story. That moving to you for a moment. It, families and racing—it's synonymous. And, and looking through the lineage here, you know, and the the, the decades of of didum involvement in racing. Were you ever going a, a, another way at any stage in life, or was jockey? Being a jockey always going to be where you were heading. Uh, no, no, no. When I was sort of 13, 14, I was a football player and a, and a cricket player. And then, um, yeah. <laughs> then the all, ability. All, all of a sudden, um, I was sort of uh, 14 and playing you know, uh, against some of the guys that matured early. They were 80 kilos and I was probably 35. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I was getting killed at football. And, um, and, and, and the same, basically at cricket, I was just too small and light at, at that stage for my age. So then I thought I'd do something easier and ride a few horses. So, um, we started probably 13 or 14, started riding track work before school, uh, down at Flemington and then, uh, started my apprenticeship at, at 15 and then away we went from there. But, uh, I spent some time in, in New Zealand, actually rode a winner for Arthur over there uh, in New Zealand when I was when I was for young. your grandfather yeah, yeah yeah for my grandfather and then I had uncles that trained um, uh, you know, all of them basically they all rode and and uh, trained so horse racing's been through mm. the family for I don't know three or four generations I think was it love at first sight for you when you got on or was it um, slow burn no s slow burn slow burn you sort of it, it take it, it takes a lot of time to actually uh, learn how to ride. Mm. Uh, even ponies to start with, you know, you, yeah. you used to get up to, um, Johnny Patterson's up to Paddo's oh, okay. and you'd learn up there and you, he'd put you on the, the, um, Clark of the Courses horse and you'd be going, okay, you'd be riding them bareback or whatever. And he'd be teaching you balance and to sit on. And when you thought you were going, okay, then he'd, then he'd saw the blue healer onto you. And then <laughs> next thing the horse would be flying around the paddock and you'd be <laughs> fall off again. And then, you know, Pato would go, you useless so-and-so, you know, <laughs> uh, get back on. So then you'd have to climb back on on the heavy sand and you, you, he wouldn't leg you on. You mm. had to basically climb, climb on the horse. So, uh, but it taught you. And then over time, you eventually, you know, got the, got the run of things and uh, hopefully you, you, you improved. Now, you couldn't do that that these days. Yeah. The way no, you, no, yeah. no, I was very days. similar, but yeah, uh, yeah, and it yeah, taught that. you the balance. It did, didn't oh, it? Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was it was fantastic. But uh, you needed you know people like Pato and and uh, that to to teach you. 
Yeah. Now, we're going to get your tips today, lads. Of course, you won't be escaping without giving us those. But you would have caught up with Tags a Sweep. It's uh, taking the nation by storm um, this morning. It's absolutely gone nuts. Uh, the randomizers are uh, going round and round. Scott is in Narry Warren. We'll try to get a few of these done as well. Scotty, thanks for being so patient on the line. You know, are you going to What have you got planned today, Scotty? Uh, just turned up uh, to work this morning and one of my mates has got bogged. So I've got to pull him out. Oh. That's not oh, yeah. ideal. I hope, I hope you're... Good, uh, good, you, good, good start to the day. Yes. Well, I hope your day on the punt goes a little bit better than that. You don't get bogged financially. Um, nevertheless, we'll chuck, in, we'll chuck in the randomizer that uh, Tags has got here. What have you found for him, Tags? Oh, it sounds like Scotty likes his cricket, so we'll give him Finch. Oh, Finchy. There you go, Scotty. Finchy. You got, you got yep. Finch. We've, we've written you down. Um, best of luck with that. Thanks for joining us. And just quickly, we'll go out to Don Vale. Brendan's been really patient as well. Brendo, how you doing? Yeah, good. Thank you. I uh, hope you got a good day planned, have you? Yeah, same as Cox Plate Day. Got my son and uh, a mate coming over for the quaddy. And uh, I've got to thank the guys for uh, Miami Band a couple of weeks ago. Perfect. Oh, yes. Yeah, listen to the odds couple. We got tipped that by Simon's uh, son. $25 she saluted at. Fantastic. That's good because that balances up because there's a couple of harsh ones coming in for you, Tags. I'm very <laughs> elegant. We'll get to that on the other side. Uh, nevertheless, Brendan, um, we'll chuck in the randomizer. All right, Tags. Well, he's been given the uh, the Hotham winner, Ashran. Ashran. There you go, Brendo. You happy with Ashran? Well, you're going to have to be anyway because uh, you're locked into our sweep, no of course. What do you mean they're coming for me? It's very well, elegant. Well, 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 we'll save it. Well, okay. Once once Midge and, um, and, um, and Johnny leave us, um, we'll, we'll get to them because okay. um, we've got our great guests here. And we'll keep your calls coming too. Of course, the sweep, the $250 Melbourne Cup Carnival ham for up for grabs at Melbourne uh, cupweek2020.com.au. Midge, what have you made of... Um, the cup lead up, the build up, that's been unprecedented, obviously. Um, what do you make of today and what's your read on it? Oh, well, I haven't been involved with the Melbourne Cup for a lot of years, but um, it'll be the same as probably everybody has gone through, even back in Big Dad Notes days. It was um, probably harder to do than what it is now with all the, um, you know, the invitations with the English horses and what have you, Irish horses coming over and what have you. It was, when, when Baghdad Note won, well, I don't think there was an um, overseas horse in it. Mm. it uh, it's all changed and it, uh, it's still, you know, what it's turned into is just something that you couldn't believe. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. Yeah. Now, being 50 years, you were, you were going to be the guest of honour, of course, today at... Up at the VRC in the committee room. Oh, I think they were organising some, but yeah. anyway, yeah, uh, for the whole family as well. Now, has that has that just been postponed? Hopefully, it, it has for. Oh, I don't really know, but um, the VRC. I've been a Flemington bloke all my life. Yeah, since I've been here in '72, uh, coming '70 to ride Baghdad Note in Igloo in '71, and '73 Baghdad Note came again, and Tony Lopes offered me a job at Quetta Lodge and. Mainly because Jimmy Johnson wanted to go back to Adelaide. So that's how I've been here ever since. You ever get to sit on um, Star Shower as a two-year-old? I Being did. with Tony Lopes? I, I did. But, um, 79 Blue Diamond winner, of course. Yeah, I quite, I, yes, I forget who. Uh, Roy Higgins won on him. Yeah, I forget who owned him. But they wanted Roy on him and it turned out the right thing. But, uh 
I think Ronnie Hall wrote one he had race a sit on, on him, him yeah. um, down the straight. Yeah, when he had a big weight. Yeah, yeah. and uh, then he went into the Blue Diamond. But, uh, actually, um, I forget what I rode. I did have a ride in the race. But, uh, I just can't remember what it was. And, and and throughout your career, you rode for, what, 35, 40 years? Yeah. Um, uh, I, I started riding when I was 15. I stopped when I was 40. There you go. Yeah, All right, 25, 25 years. years. 25 years. That included one Melbourne Cup, two Caulfield Cups, and how many other Group 1s? Oh, I don't know, because them days they weren't rated as Group 1s. But uh, I had a lot of good winners with... Um, I was a very good win one day on Captain Teeve. She won the first Marlborough Cup and beat Taunton on her lip. Stable great, mates. Great old names. And uh, they were great horses. Mm. And uh, she actually stood him up maybe four lengths when they straightened up and she got him on the line. What are you up to now, Johnny? No, I've retired. Not riding, but work-wise? <laughs> yeah, re- retired. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, how do you do that? Hey? I like the sound of that. Well, no, when, when you're riding an Asian leading jockey there for a good part of 10 years, uh, you, oh. you come back with a with, with a little bit of a, uh, well, you could say um, your superannuations. No, well, or, 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 or looking for yes. a job. You're looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> how closely do you keep tabs on it, though, Johnny? Are you as... He was invested as you possibly can be, being yeah, off the hook. Um, yeah, you still, you know, you, you uh, watch the form and you sort of, um, it's all exciting sort of leading up to the big races, obviously the spring carnival. So you're always sort of keeping tabs and uh, watching on things. And, and like t- today we'll be sort of uh, looking at a quadrilla and looking at the pick four in the cup and things like that. Just, um, you know, so you're keeping your sort of finger on the pulse. All right. All right. Well, name names for us then. I'll put you on the spot here, but give us some... Oh, like Anthony Van Dyke, yep. the top weight. I, I thought he was great in the Caulfield yep. Cup. Uh, if, if he's improved a little bit, that'd be great. It's just a bit hard this year. You can't get to Werribee, so you, you don't really uh, know what's sort of coming out of there. It's a bit, bit secretive. But um, uh, if he's improved, well, he's going to be very hard to beat. And um, Tiger Moth, his, his win was sensational over there. If he's, uh, it, 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 He looks like he could be an absolute superstar, so... I thought they, they were the main two, but you, you could probably make a great case for, you know, 12 of the runners, really. It's very open. I think, I think it's a great cup field. I think, I think it'll be a great race. Mitch, back in your day, if you actually said the favourite for the Melbourne Cup is having its fifth run in, you'd laugh, wouldn't you? Yeah, very much. And as you, and we mentioned, Bart, he, his philosophy was getting 10,000 metres in, into their legs for Melbourne Cup preparation. These horses into his third campaign, and I think he's... He, his aggregate is 8,200 metres he's, he's raced over. Yeah. So, and now, and he goes into this Melbourne Cup as favourite. It's unique. Uh, only time will tell, of course. Yeah, well, Bart was just one of them blokes and just, he he worked them. He made sure they'd done their work. They were fit, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And they had a, well, record shows. He's just a genius at getting them there on the day. And you work for his grandson a little bit now? Yeah, James, a little bit. Down yeah, the I'm, Dolphin? I'm only, I'm only casual down there, and it, I haven't been for um, while the pandemic's on. I've been put off and put on and whatever because I'm 75. Yep. And uh, I'm a high risk, so I was put off, and uh, but um, I quite enjoy it, and it actually does me good because it uh, get down, do a bit of walking and mucking around, and you know the boys and. Uh, Girls that work there, they're all a great mob. Yeah. And uh, Reggie's the boss and 
Uh, I've known Reggie for years when he was with uh, Foreman's with uh, Bart and Tommy Hughes. Yep. Keeps you active. And, uh, well, I think it does you good. Yep. And uh, yeah, if I wasn't going down there, the doctor would be telling me to go for a walk or something. That's good. That? The son's retired in early 50s and he's still making the old man work. It's a bit ordinary, isn't it? <laughs> no, that's good to hear, Mitch. It's good to hear. Listen, guys, we've got to take a break. Yeah, but hang around for another couple of minutes up yes. till 7.30. Yeah. Magnificent, no of you. We'll, uh, we'll get some more calls in as well. Our cup sweep that Tags has got a vice-like grip on. We'll get into that on the other side of this break. But you're listening to The Odds Couple, special edition on Melbourne Cup Day here on SEN. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. Well, some breaking news at hand, Scoob. You heard the vets were Yeah, well, over I it. heard the vets uh, earlier out at uh, Flemington to go over King of Learguns out of the Danny O'Brien stable. And news coming through now is King, the King has been scratched. Out of Long the live the King. Cup. So mm. th- that's not official, and I'm not getting that off any website, but we've... Um, uh, I've had a couple of texts saying that he will be scratched if he hasn't been already. None of the official websites are carrying it as scratched at the minute. But, so do we uh, keep him in the sweep or not? No, I I'd take put him. him in the sweep. I'm scribbling him off the sweep. I think um, there's enough enough info around that we might leave the king out. Tags, Quaddy. Quaddy. All right, make sure you get your pens, pencils, crayons, form guides, be ready. And sports bet, have him scratched. Okay, it's done. Gone through him. Okay. Okay, all right. So uh, what number was he? Uh, 14. Oh, yeah, didn't have him in. I thought he'd run a race, but probably couldn't have him winning it. All right, so the first leg, of course, is the big one, the Melbourne Cup. So the numbers here are 1, 5, 6, 11, 12, 15, 21. Okay, there you go. We've got about 40 seconds. All right, into 1, 8, 15. Yep. Into 1, 2, 3, 4. Cool. Into 6, 8, 10, 11, 15. That's $420. It's a big quality today. So I'll just quickly repeat it. The Melbourne Cup numbers are 1, 5, 6, 11, 12, 15, 21, into 1, 8, 5, into 1, 2, 3, 4, into 6, 8, 10, 11, 15. You all right, Scoop? Yeah. <laughs> He's lost it. He likes the Russian. We know that. Who do you like, Tags? Who's winning it, please? Anthony Van Dyke. There you go. Anthony Van Dyke, Russian Camelot, our two tips from the two gurus. Hope you enjoyed the odds couple with a difference. I'll see you in the last hour. Well done, Sammy. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. Uh, great to have your company. Hope you're enjoying the show. Jason's text in, Simon. Uh, are you going to stick with the Russian? Russian Camelot. Be un-Australian if I didn't, Jason. There you go, Jason. Un-Australian Jason. if I didn't. Unwavering. He has not even diverted Ooh, one iota from the Russian. Went through the pedigree yesterday. He, he's, he can't wait for two miles, seriously. Oh, jeez. He's paying a good picture, don't yeah. he? So oh. where is he at at the moment? He's a $12 chance with yeah. Sportsbet. Tony is in Endeavour Hills. If anyone has been patient, it's Tony. Tony, you've waited on the line for a very long time. Thanks so much for uh, taking part in our cup sweep. Thanks, mate. How you going? Love the show. I know. You're a good man for hanging on the line. Uh, good day ahead. Yeah, I'm just over on the way over to Cheltenham to do a bit of home care for an elderly gentleman that I've been helping out for a couple oh, of years. Geez, you're a good man. And then he suggested I hang around afterwards and he'll do a three-course meal for us. Oh, oh how good is that? Sausage, bread and sauce, he said. Hey! <laughs> how Australian is that, Tony? Lunch of champions. All right, well, you're going into the randomizer. Tony, good luck to you. 
Oh, I'm glad he hung around on the line. He's got Anthony Van Dyke, number one. Oh, Tone, you'd be happy with that. <coughs> yeah, there, Tone. <laughs> Tone, or have you had your ears blown off? Are you all right, mate? Yeah, no worries. Anthony gets Anthony, hey? Uh, yeah, that's it. You'd be happy with that. Well done. Best luck to you. Enjoy the day. We might just quickly squeeze Pete in from uh, North Ball. And uh, how are you doing there, Pete? Good, boys. Uh, I had about 400 gas bottles to deliver when I was on hold. I've just finished. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apologies for that, Pete. Uh, but uh, she's been a busy show. Mate. We were always going to get nah, you. Appreciate... We've had some technical problems with the <laughs> randomizer, Pete. <laughs> oh, this has got to be the most efficiently and utmost integral sweep that I've ever I... seen. So... It's, cheers, cheers to you, boys. Mate, Des Gleeson's come out of retirement. <laughs> He's just sitting here looking over my left shoulder. It is dripping in integrity, Pete. You're not wrong there. Nevertheless, uh, you're into the uh, the quote-unquote, the randomizer. <laughs> Who's Pete got there, too? Oh, he's got the informed horses that's been racing all over the winter. Persan, the Persan, bottom one. Persan, Pete. You'd be happy with that, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, don't mind it. Bugger all weight, so yeah. It's, not, it's had a good lead-up. Oh, plenty yep. of love off the temper text for Persan. Good on you, Pete. Appreciate uh, the call. Thanks for a lot for hanging on the line. Well, Midge, John, how are you going to spend the day today um, in an ideal world? You'd be there, of course, uh, as um, Tag said. You'd be celebrating in there at the VRC's uh, Guests of Honour. What are you going to do instead? Um, not going to do match. I don't think there's anything match at our place. I would love to go to his place. <laughs> and, of course, you live next door to each other, too, so it doesn't really matter where you go. No, 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 just the back of the race course at Fisher Parade there. Yep. So so the barbecue will go on, and, um, yeah, it looks like uh, instead of being at, uh, at the, in the committee room. Hobnobbing, yeah. Yes, yes, we'll we'll have a ham sandwich or something at my place. <laughs> That's but, it. But, oh, uh, geez, no, you no. want to improve on that. No, <laughs> you, you'll have baked beans on toast. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Hey, Mitch, just coming back to Baghdad Note 1970, which is obviously 50 years ago this year, third last with a round to go. I mean, I, I remember reading you saying he had plenty of luck, but do, do the memories come back as vividly now as what they might have in the years immediately after the result? Can you still picture the turn for home? Yeah, I'll take it back a little bit. The Caulfield Cup wasn't run for him. They went out of the straight. He was a backmarker. He was about third last. And they, all of a sudden they pulled up to a walk and I couldn't hold him. He was leading about the mile. I let him stride around him and Bob Hughes, who trained him, a very astute trainer, good mate. He said he needs a hard run today for the Melbourne Cup. And, of course, he was hopefully winning the Caulfield Cup as well. Anyway, he was ridden completely upside down. I had to take him to, to the front. And when he got there, he relaxed. But he was, wasn't there long and... Reached the top of the hill and over look around. Have a look around. There's about six coming, and we still got about four and a half furlongs to go. So he didn't get much peace. And around the home turn, didn't know how he was going. I thought, well, he gives a bit of a kick. We're still half life chance here, and uh, he did hit of a third with a three year old of Tommy Smith. So I forget his name. Kevin Langby wrote it, and uh, his run was. Absolutely enormous. I remember an old mate of mine walked past me, Bill Murrell. A lot of people don't remember Bill, great horseman. Walked past, used to love a bet. He said, I just seen the Melbourne Cup winner today. And I said, did you? What was it? 
You just laughed. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I love the old stories, boys. It's going to be a fantastic day. Yeah, what about takes. Scotty off the text? There's a bit of an in-house joke here with pickers and that, and it's Scott, Scott from the text machine with Johnny uh, asking him how he went to the sales and, and, and brought a more expensive horse uh, called Rooster, and you gave up Hollow Bullet. Is that correct? I'm... I'm What's Not that story? Sure Pickers how... always gives it to you when he mentions it when I'm on off the bench. He always brings it up with you about you and uh, Hollow Bullet. Cause you... Right, right. No, I don't remember um, uh, Hollow Bullet, but I think we went there. There was a couple of horses to um, to, to get. We probably, um, you know, and I'd say you, you, obviously you would have grabbed her. But anyway, um, I think we went there uh, with with the old man, and we had a look at a few of them. And I think she was late. In the from memory, she was late in the um, catalogue. Anyway, uh, we got the other one first, so so that's run out how, of money. How it, how it, how it goes? Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, um, pickers might have had to you know dig in and get some more out. Yeah, well, I'm glad. I'm actually glad that you didn't buy it because I probably wouldn't have got the yeah. seat on. I <laughs> hey guys, it's been awesome to have you in today. Thanks so much for getting up early. Not that it's uh, foreign to you by any stretch, but coming into the studio as well and to take us for trips down memory lane and what is a big year for you, Midge, and um, hopefully. You're able to celebrate it again uh, in 12 months' time when life goes back to normal at uh, Flemington. But thanks so much for popping in. Midge did him, John did him. Thanks, guys. Uh, thanks, thanks, for, thank thank you. Thank you. thanks for asking us in. Thank you. Absolute pleasure. It was all ours. Racing Royalty here uh, at the Odds Couple, of course. Special edition, if you don't mind. We better get cracking here on our Cup Sweet Boys because I can't <laughs> escape the feeling we've bitten off more than we can chew. So on the other side of the news, we are going to put the randomizer into the spin cycle. Smash a few out. Simon O'Donnell, Dave Taggart, Sam Edmund with you on the Odds couple Melbourne Cup day here on SEN. Oh, Midge Didham's just uh, left the house saying it gives me baked beans. I'll feed them to his dog. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a great day at the Didham household. And boy, the only family to have three generations right in the Melbourne Cup. That is a, a special. What's he doing over there, Tags? He's, 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 he's hit his knee on the desk. Oh, he's in oh, trouble. Oh, boy. Tags, you're right. He's a long way from the mic. He's hurt himself. Got it! Well, this might be fitting because... Mate, the randomizer, I knew the, I knew the sweep was going to bring him down somehow. He's rushing back to get in on his seat for the sweep. He's hit his knee on the pole. That would be the death of him. Well, it's fitting, actually. He's hit his knee. But what about this text that's just come in off the temper text? Tags, give yourself an uppercut. Mm-hmm. If you've done some research, Very Elegant has won two Group 1 races on good tracks including the Turnbull Stakes four weeks ago, and we'll run the 3,200 and be ready to go another lap. Also, uh, uh, no, no crap, Sherlock. The training Seriously. landscape is changing to copy Europe. Example, Danny O'Brien and Lloyd Williams believes in this approach. Yeah. It's not the other way around as you believe tags. Yeah, well, for one, it's my opinion. I do know. I'm, I'm not a muppet. I do know. She, she won the, the Sydney Oaks on a good track as well. Okay. When she won the Turnbull over 2,000, she was going to get beaten five times. I'm saying she's the best wet tracker in Australia. She's right up into this race if, if the track was had some give in it. But today it won't be. She'll be on a good tree. Yes, she won an Oaks. The Turnbull, she was going to get beat 100 times up the straight. The ability kicked in. She's just not at home on a good track as she is on a wet track. That's all I'm saying, and that's why I'm re- willing to risk her. I do know that she's won on a good track. She's also had eight defeats on it too. So she's been on it 10 times for only two wins. She's more at home on a wet track. So the the, the people that, that are coming after me about about being on a good track, well, I do know that form. But uh, she's, this is a Melbourne Cup. It's just not, not an ordinary Group 1 race either. 
any with, other group one. I like it. Mm. Sod with Poke the Bear just nicely Please. to get to Steve Haynes <laughs> Bentley. Steve, Give thanks. it to me after the race, not before it. <laughs> thanks for hanging on the line there, Stevie. No worries. I just backed the winner of the second, so that was handy. Hey, yeah. good one. Okay, um, you're in the randomizer. Second wear. Second wear there, Stevie. Where are you talking? It, it's Flemington. That's what just got home. Well, I was waiting, hanging on. Yeah, yeah, very good. Oh, well. Very good, very well, good. Yeah. That was so smooth it yeah. went straight over yeah. our heads. Well, well, you're that unlucky. You've got Dashing Willoughby. <laughs> dashing Willoughby, Steve. There you go, mate. Well, you're going to need some luck there. But you're in the Cup Sweep, of course. 250 buck Melbourne Cup Carnival hamper from uh, our friends at Cup Week 2020. We'll need to start <laughs> from at race two to win the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> very nice, uh, Steve. Appreciate uh, your call. Brent is in Roeville. We'll get to Brent. How you doing there, Brent Os? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? I'm going all right, thanks. What uh, how you got the day planned out? Tags, that was a cracker as well. Yeah, the missus is... Uh, I got the day off, so the missus is throwing a list a mile long at me and i got the kids in front of me, so still off to a good day. Okay, very nice. you got some work to do, yes. but get it all done by 3 o'clock uh, because uh, once you've done that, you're in our sweep, of course, all thanks to uh, the randomizer. Oh-ho-ho, master of reality. There you go, no, Brent. Beautiful. Lucky there's no Frankie Dottori on it today. <laughs> Good. Second last year to fourth, first this year. <laughs> exactly right. I like it, Brent. Thanks for joining us. It's the Melbourne Cup sweep, of course. Uh, Emily, we made a dent in this. Uh, yeah, a little bit. You we're made a dent, put a dent in your knee, but yeah. we made a dent in yeah, this. Yeah, we're, we're getting through them. Hey, you he, he, had a, he had a bad day last week, too. He fell at the last, last week. Yeah, two weeks ago. Don't need the last money. step yeah. coming up here into yeah. into the building. That's <laughs> what happened. Big fella, he, he just yeah. misjudged oh. it. Yeah, he, he he hit it pretty hard and hit the deck, and then you know to see him go down then this morning and um, you know hitting the knee. He's just it's just a little reminder that yeah. you know Melbourne Cup days around and you know he possibly maybe you know, maybe in for a little oh, well, tough that's what afternoon. Happens. A very elegant pokes a nose in front of the two hundred. <laughs> I reckon the big man will be doing more than hitting his knee on Hey, I'm more than happy to apologise. Yeah, but I just... Hey, there's yeah. no apologies in this game, yeah. pal. You get paid for what about when, What about when Good she started even money and ran fourth in Sydney and I laid her? And I said, it's got no hope. And I, They forget about that, don't they? Hey, the questions are coming in. Can you ask Simon if he's on the Russian again? I've backed it all spring because of him and not getting off the Russian train now. Up the Russian, Jesse Boxhill uh, North. And stick, you are. Jesse, stick on the strain if you don't. Well, this man, this man you know very well, Simon, because he's your son, Tom, and he's very much sticking fat. Uh, at least we hope he is. He's got a big day ahead of him. Um, Tommy, thanks for joining us. No worries. Thanks for having me. Lots oh. of uh, interest in the Russian. Um, not that we need to be uh, kept at ease, but uh, how's it looking? No, nah, very good. Had a bit of light work down here at Bowen Heads this morning. It's, it's um, a little bit manic when he's in town, but um, we managed to get him together. A little cotton canner and shampoo, and he's away now. He's going to get on the truck in the next hour or so, head down to Bowen. Oh, well, the old man hasn't wavered here. He's uh, He is rock solid. Well, it surprised me. I'm, I was pretty certain he might jump off ship today. <laughs> nice to see he's, he's staying loyal. Now, Toddy, last time we had you on, you, you tipped everyone Miami bound. So we passed the hat around. Uh, there was plenty in it, uh, and we gave it to the old man. Did he actually pass that on, on for you? That there, No, I didn't see a sound of that. And, um, oh, come on, Steve. I'm, I'm not surprised in the slightest, to be honest. I've been feeding you for 24 years. You won't be seeing a sound of it either. 
Yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably owe him a bit on top of that too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Tom, what's it like, you know, having a a horse like Russian Camelot in the camp? And he's obviously been down at Barwon Heads this morning, uh, where where you are. I mean, you say it's manic. Uh, does, is everyone really on, you know, on tow down there this morning? Yeah, a little bit. I, I think there's always excitement in the air. It's not like it's winter and it's you know you're trying to stay warm. And, um, Stuff like that. It's pretty easy to get up and excited for mm. um, a day like today. And, you know, when there's horses around like that, just standing in the tie-ups looking at you, it's it's pretty exciting. Um, obviously, it's um, it's going to be even more exciting once we get into the track. Because you know, with horses being in your company like that, there often comes some stress as well. So um, we'll be we'll be looking forward just to getting there, and um, you know, alongside the our other three runners. And, yeah, it's going to be a really exciting day. Massive day. It's it's the cup of the O'Briens when you put in the the two Irish O'Briens and and Danny's four horses. Okay, Camelot's in in good nick. Uh, you, your other three runners, Miami Bounds, coming off a, a Mooney Valley Cup win, an impressive an impressive one at that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, horses have come off um, off the Mooney Valley Cup and won the cup as well. I'm looking at Kingston Rule. I'm not I'm not aligning those two, but. Um, you know, it's been done before and she's a real seasonal sort of horse and she came out and just did some pretty phenomenal things when she won the Oaks and obviously won, won the Wakeful leading up to that. So, look, this could be a bit her, her you know, sort of bang-bang preparation and, and that's what we get from her. But um, I, I'm pretty excited about Miami Bound, to be honest. I think um, she's, she's just a beautiful horse and, and you know, she's coming into our own at this time of year, so it's it's pretty exciting to have her in, in full flight. Is she better with the stinging out of the track, though, Toddy? Uh, yeah, she, she is, but I think that I think the distance and you know, she's the sort of horse that'll get you two miles, in my opinion. Um, and and I think that that might level out the playing field. Um, obviously, there's um, a lot of other things that aren't exactly in her favour, but um, you just, you just never know. Uh, I suppose. Obviously, she would prefer it wet, but we don't have that luxury today. And and the so confidence, we'll to, um, sorry, and the confidence level now going into with Vow and Declared, last year's winner. Yeah, it's obviously hard to ride off a champion. He's done it before, so um, the blink is going today. He, he worked out probably as good as as what we've had him um, uh, the other day on the course proper at Flemington. So uh, hopefully, those blinkers do the job and, and just you know switch him on a bit. And, um, we see a nice level, level, you know, more more interested performance in the Caulfield Cup. I think the surface might have had a little bit to, to say about that, but um, you know, he, he's going really well. He's, he's such an honest trier um, throughout his uh, obviously, obviously Melbourne Cup campaign, and then and then uh, and then yeah, obviously back to you know the two miles today at Flemington, mm. which he really relished last year. Tom, it's a massive day for you for so many reasons, obvious reasons, but we really appreciate you finding a couple of minutes to join us on the odds couple here. We're up and about for a big day, and uh, you obviously are as well. Thanks for finding the time to join us. No dramas. No dramas. Enjoy the day. Thanks, oh, we will. Good luck to you. Good Tom O'Donnell there, man. racing manager at Danny O'Brien Racing. Good to the young fella to uh, 
give us a bit of his time there, Scoot. I didn't realise Russian Kennel was down at Barwon. Everyone would have been on tow down there this morning. Yeah. And I thought, oh, you know, Tommy's got an easy day. He's sliding down to Barwon this no. morning. <laughs> I didn't realise that. He's in the, the corner of Miami uh, Bound, though, isn't he? He's sticking uh, fat with her. He likes, likes yeah. Miami Bound. Uh, big day for Danny O'Brien Racing, of course. Uh, can't wait for a three o'clock, of course, the running of the Melbourne Cup. For now, though, uh, still plenty to play out here on the Odds Couple Special Edition. Sam Edmonds, Simon O'Donnell, Dave Taggart. Back with more after this. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. Great to have your company as well on Melbourne Cup Day, of course. And if you are in the running for the sweep, good luck to you. If you're looking to do so now and you're on the line, sit tight. I'm with you uh, from eight until nine. So all the uh, horses that are still up for grabs, I will part with in the last hour of the program. And um, Tags, there's still some beauties up for grabs, isn't there? there? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Who you got there still up for grabs? Russian Camelot, oh, Tiger oh. Moth. Okay. Oh. Randomizer just throws out all the long odds ones yeah. first, doesn't he? <laughs> You'll be continuing on with that, of course, after we're gone. I will, from 8 o'clock. Uh, yeah. The Tiger Moth, as you say, is the favourite with our friends at Sportsbet, $6.50. So let's bring in this man. I am actually wondering why I'm sitting here and he is not. Paddy Garshagan, welcome. Good morning, Sammy. Good morning, Tags. Good what, morning, Scoob. What's, what's your excuse, please? Uh, no, I just need a little bit of a sleep in it. All hands on deck required at uh, Sportsbet HQ today. So, uh, unfortunately, just a little five-minute cameo at the, uh, the end of the show for me today. Is that okay? Well, you can't be too busy because you found time to text in <laughs> to say tags is yeah. a buffoon. <laughs> well, funny, I, I, I turned on the on the, uh, on the the radio and the first thing I heard is that tags had a tumble as he'd come back from an ad break. And I, <laughs> I just know what that looks like in my head. So. <laughs> He was hurting. I had a nice giggle straight off the top. So well, we were at the news, and, and I was just saying goodbye to the Didums, and I've rushed back in, and I've gone crunch right on the the bar of the uh, oh, of the table. The, Freddie, yeah, you wouldn't the leg. Have, you, you had the, I, I know the picture you've got in your mind, and it was everything you have in your mind plus a little bit more. <laughs> uh, a little a little earth tremor in the uh, in the studio. <laughs> uh, so, Patty, what do you got in your manifesto there in front of you? If we we start. Start with the cup, as I say, Tiger Moth at six fifty. Yeah. But what sort of movement have we had here? Well, there's been a lot of movement and shaking, obviously, for weeks. But overnight, the market has just gone Tiger Moth, Tiger Moth, Tiger Moth. Eight fifty into six dollars fifty. Now, yes, he's lightly raced. Yes, he's got the sticky barrier. But gee whiz, they're just taking a liking to him now. Ten percent of the bets have been on Tiger Moth in the whole market. Obviously, it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you consider the twenty-four horses, mm. twenty-four, ten uh, percent is quite a lot. Aidan O'Brien wants this race. He's not mucking around with who he's brought over. The, the three-year-old Northern Hemisphere form has been the key to the Melbourne Cup of late, obviously, barring the Il Paradiso oh, last year, which which is as good a thing as a, a moral beat in the last 50 metres. It's been the success of late, and that's the horse that punters have found. So that's number 21, Tiger Moth, at $6.50. Number 13, Surprise Baby, at $8, is getting a lot of market support as well, though. So he's probably the best chance from a market perspective uh, and the punters for, for an Australian to win the race. But no, as I've said, it, it's all about Tiger Moth at $6.50 in the big one. Number seven, very elegant. Number 12, uh, sorry, number seven, very elegant, 13 bucks into 12. Number 15, Russian Camelot is $15 into $12. That might be a lot of Scoob's money. And then number 12, Prince of Aaron is at $11. So look, there's a heaps of chances. It's a, it's a very deep Melbourne Cup, but it's all about Tiger Moth, and uh, as I said, Surprise Baby is probably the best back from a, an Australian point of view. What's happening in race five there, Paddy? 
Race five, we've got a, a freedy runner by the name of Ain't No Deal Done. It's easily best back. Fifty yep. percent of all bets are on this two dollar favourite. It broke the broke the pesky maiden at sale with a very very nice win. I think that would have pricked the ears up of David Taggart. Then went over to Adelaide and won a listed race there, and it beat a horse, a fast finishing horse by the name of Victoria Key, who had a good win in the Wakeful Stakes on Saturday. So. That form's been frank, so that's num- that's number two eight now. Deal just done wins, Patty. At two bucks in. I think it does tag. I also think Freedy's in race six. Number two Groundswell is a good bet on the card. Just before the Melbourne Cup, we we know what the scalpel's done to this horse. So um, yeah, Groundswell at the four dollar twenty quote, I think is a is a good bet. Just just before the Melbourne Cup, and then rolling into Tigermoth, I think, fellas. Paddy, appreciate you finding the time. Obviously, uh, all jokes aside, we know it is a crazy busy day uh, there at Sportsbet. So thanks for taking the time. And also thanks for your, your earlier text for tags. Got a good chuckle out of that. <laughs> all good, guys. Enjoy the day. Just most importantly, gamble responsibly. Indeed. Paddy Garshagan there at Sportsbet, boys, with the latest on what the market is doing. Speaking of the market, plenty of texts coming in off the temper here. Um, for you, Tags, pens, pencils, and crayons are ready. Are we getting the quaddy numbers this morning? Getting the quaddy numbers after the break. We do need to take a break, so stay tuned. And we'll get back into the sweep as well, of course. Uh, the randomizer just taking a well-earned breather. It'll be back uh, very soon as well here on The Odds Couple on Melbourne Cup Day. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.